Okay, but to the question by Ashley Leotis, our friend from Channel 4, going into this game against the Bills, why won't Tomlin make it official on the Steelers letterhead and Steelers depth chart on, on their website? That was, yeah. I don't know why I thought that was Emily. She He's done that with other positions. Yeah, I know. He had, he has, he's got Keanu Benton ahead of Montrevious Adams. He's got uh, Rudolph on the depth chart ahead of Mitch Trubisky. So they're updating it. They're changing it as uh, playing time and performances are altered. So why won't he make it official and put Rudolph ahead of Pickett? What's your theory, Chris? Still believes in Pickett. Doesn't want to symbolically or otherwise make it seem like he has moved on. Can just use the old hot hand thing. So you think he's still a Pickett guy? I don't think he wants to shut the door on Kenny Pickett and where he may be overreacting is thinking that if he puts Mason Rudolph first on the depth chart, that it's really going to send Pickett into some sort of spiral. I actually don't think it would do that. Uh, And you just change it once the season is over. Yeah, I just don't. It's almost like, if anything, if I were going to try to put a, I don't know, positive spin, I don't know. I would say, is he trying to motivate Mason Rudolph and keep him like on edge because he thinks that's what's contributed to him playing so well? This house money idea? You can't. You haven't earned anything yet. I'm going to keep kind of tweaking and prodding you by having his name first on the depth chart, and you're just the hot hand. So if Mason were to play three unbelievable games and bring them to the Super Bowl, he'd be listed on the, the depth chart as QB2, and Mike would have to go up there in front of all the media and say, well, we're going with the hot hand again here in the Super Bowl. He's Mason Rudolph. He's thrown nine touchdowns in the last three games. Uh but yeah, I don't he know still why felt it's a big today deal. like he needed to announce on his own that Rudolph was their starting quarterback for this game, and not that it should be taken as, a, as an article of faith or just. A, I, I, I think the whole thing's strange. I do. He got very, he got very annoyed. I thought Ashley then did a good job of saying you've done it to Mason as far as Mitch. Like you flip flop those guys. Why is it sacrosanct that it stays this way? The whole thing is just another one of. Does this happen in other cities? Do other franchises have weird, seemingly obscure, dumb crap like this crop up where they won't change the quarterback? Like, is Joe Flacco currently listed as, like, the third stringer or the second stringer? No, I'm assuming he's the starter. Oh, that's because Watson's out. I mean, there's not a controversy there you like under- there is But Kenny's you know what healthy. I mean? Like, are they just saying, Deshaun, we just don't want you to think we've ever forgotten about you here. You're still the man. I, it's just, it's weird. My theory is Tomlin is weary that the bubble is going to burst. And he doesn't want to go all in on Rudolph. He's still hedging his bets because he thinks when it's all said and done, he's going to need to rely on Kenny Pickett again. This he, year or next year? Just just in general. I don't think he... Do you think that he has any designs short of a Nathan Peterman half on playing Kenny Pickett set, uh, Sunday afternoon? No, I don't. Then what? What is the what hurts about just saying, well, no, Mason's QB1 and it's reflected on the depth chart? So if it if the bubble bursts in this game... He doesn't go to Kenny, but the bubble bursts. Because he feels I, like because putting you know him why? number two on the because depth chart I, would ruin him I, mentally. No, I, I think Tomlin doesn't want – I don't think Tomlin wants it thrown back in his face the same way that we do Kevin Colbert had a first-round grade on, on Rudolph. I don't think he wants it thrown back in his face that he made – that he believed Mason Rudolph was better than Kenny Pickett. And if he just clings to – if he continues to cite the hot hand thing – it's like Mike Sullivan. He doesn't actually believe that Alex Najelkovic is better than Tristan Jari, but he's playing better right now. So I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth, and I'm going to roll with it. Does Mike that check kind his of Twitter thing. mentions and pay that much attention to people with H2P in their username? 
I mean, I think it's are, internally though. I think it's the, who's going to throw it back in his face. I don't internally? know. I don't. I, I think he his team. None uh, of them seem to be buying in or bought in like they were with uh, like they were with Mason when Kenny was the quarterback. Who internally is going to throw it back the, in his face the, other than Kenny himself? This is just proof to me that I think Tomlin ultimately feels like what's going on with Rudolph is fluky, and at some point it's going to come to an end. And when it does, Kenny Pickett is their quarterback well, again. Then I think that's a pretty. I, Odd evaluation given the way Mason has gone about winning these games, especially the first two. Standing in the pocket like most quarterbacks do, making the correct decision, putting the ball on target. Just to just to further my point, Donnie, I don't know if you saw, did you see any of the clips of Tomlin coming off the field and in the tunnel in Baltimore after they won? Did you see some of the things that went around about that on Saturday night? Tomlin comes off the field, he's yelling something in the tunnel and all the reporters are picking up on it. Did you see this? What he was saying? I don't think so. Said off the couch. Yeah, I saw that. He kept screaming off the couch. Cam almost slipped and fell in the tunnel. He's he's given Eric Rowe and Miles Jack the love. But they didn't. Co- but Mason didn't come off the couch. He just came off the actual bench. I just I, I feel like he turns into taciturn Tomlin when there's questions about Rudolph. He he bites his lip. He he gives he gives faint praise, and that's it. He stops it there. And I don't think it's one of like I don't think it's one of those quiet confidence things where he really is a big believer in Rudolph and he just lets the actions speak and not the words. I just I think he does not want to be on the record as saying like super duper supportive things about Mason Rudolph because he thinks very soon he's gonna have to cozy up to Kenny Pickett again and Tell him, you know, Kenny. Like, I still love you. I still believe in you. You're still my guy. What do you Which say? I to- think. I, I think. It, obviously, in that inherent in that is that there's a lack of long-term belief and sustainability in Rudolph. I think he might even feel like the bubble burst Sunday in Buffalo, and he's got to be prepared for I it. Mean, it. I guess that's a weird way for him to think. He's watched the guy play the position better than anybody has since Ben. What do you make of Alan Saunders, who's clearly listening to the show? Hello, Alan, saying, if you're overanalyzing what Mike Tomlin does with the Steelers' depth chart, remember that last year he paid so little attention to it that he waited 24 hours to make a correction on his depth chart. Which also was something that we freaked out about because it was Mason Rudolph-related, if I remember, and it maybe got some Rudolph people excited about where he was on the depth chart. Well, I mean, I just I did want to bring that up because Alan is very clearly listening. Again, thank you, Alan. Hello to you. I, I don't know if you're right, and that well, he's then, this, well, if it, he's this down in the dumps, deep down, like his his gut tells him that Mason Rudolph just is playing like the stretch of his life, and this is not going to continue. Well, then, then why no, I, not I just would, start picking right I, now? I would say back to Alan if he is listening. So then, like we're exact, like I'm. I have my read on the way Tomlin answers Rudolph questions wrong. And that it's he says the bare minimum. It seems like. And how about the how about the national reports that are out there? And even Dulac wrote this. Oh no! If Rudolph's back next year, it's clearly as the two. They're I mean, not interested in bringing him back as a starting quarterback. Like they believe in him as a starting quarterback in so much as they were left no choice but to go to him because Trubisky was so bad, Kenny wasn't available yet, and he's just. Somehow, some way, played way over his head. Then they should never have played him against Seattle. Then why play him against Seattle? The way the way you're stating it too, that doesn't it sound like a person living in his fears? Like, oh, I'm not going to overpraise this guy because I'm just waiting for something bad to happen. I'm waiting for the bubble to burst. 
I'm waiting for this fairy tale to end. I just thought, yeah, I mean, I just thought he was way more, when it came to, like, somebody rescuing their season or helping them win games unexpectedly, when Duck did it. Do you think he's conflicted because, on one hand, he's happy Mason did it because it actually happened? On the other hand, it would make it look like he has misevaluated the quarterback position, and so, therefore, he's of two genuinely split minds about it? Because I would think at that point, even if you're him and you're like, man, this might, like in the, your deepest, darkest recesses of your mind, this might mean I've misevaluated the guy we spent the 20th pick on a couple years ago. The thing that would make him more happy is Mason Rudolph dragged this team kicking and screaming into the playoffs, the single elimination tournament. Mm-hmm. Not only that, Mike Tomlin, who thought, who usually says all the stuff we talk about is soap opera stuff, thought the Pickens situation was serious enough that he had a second press conference uh, specifically to address George's behavior and say it's a work in progress, right? Okay. And Mason then, with his play, has very clearly been the thing that has flipped Pickens and everybody else's effort level up to maximum on the offense and buy-in level. Wouldn't he be ultimately more thankful for all of those things? He hasn't had to answer a, what do you make of George pouting on the sideline question in a month, practically. If I were him... Even if I was pissed off because it might mean I was wrong about the first-round pick, I'd be grateful to the third stringer for saving my bacon this year. I'm going back to Saunders now. Uh, this, this thing that you just pointed out to me. They obviously update their depth chart enough where they've taken notice of Rudolph being ahead of Trubisky and some other guys on the defensive side of the ball. As the year has gone on, they've got Michael Walker listed as their inside linebacker. So it's not like they got busy and they just stopped caring about that. I give Ashley credit. I think she found something that is at least a talking point. Because I do think when we try to forecast how they're feeling about Kenny Pickett right now, this is an indicator that they still think he's their starting quarterback. And so all the people that had, you know, some delusion of grandeur maybe watching the national championship game last night, ooh, let me see what Michael Penix Jr. looks like. By the way, didn't look good. Neither quarterback did. Right. But I'm just saying, I don't think J.J. McCarthy was being discussed, but you get my point. Like, I think Mike still thinks Kenny's their guy. Kenny's their guy. I don't. And this will put hair on his chest. Enough that he stands in the pocket, goes through his reads at a pro level of speed, and throws with a pro level of decisiveness and ball placement. I, I just, I just thought it was a very entertaining and interesting exchange at the end of a press conference. I did not expect that this was going to be something that was going to be on our. I knew that he was going to pick Rudolph as a starting quarterback, and we would talk about that. But the depth chart thing, keeping Pickett ahead of him, I do think is a big deal because of what it says long term about their what opinion of their the quarterbacks. Pickett's still going to be I number bet, one. Yeah, I bet no, no, I think it'll still say Pickett, yeah. Beat the Ravens in the AFC title game. <laughs> Magic Mason. I don't I don't think he'll change it, Chris. He's QB two on his jersey and QB two on our depth.